well, basic instructions is a concept, is principles. Principles that in reflection of my journey from childhood all the way to my specific desired result, playing professional sports, going home to Pittsburgh. These are the same four principles that I followed. And it's the four principles I teach corporate teams, real estate teams, and one-on-one coaching clients. Basic instruction number one is by far, and I'm going to spend a little extra time on number one, because number one is the key to life. It's literally the key to happiness in life. Basic instruction number one is let go of the past. It sounds simple because conceptually it is. A lot of times people may have experienced difficult situations, especially last year, where people's businesses and and professional situations based on the pandemic have gone through some different things. And so I know there's people here now going into 2022 are still sitting with the negative emotions attached to the experiences of 2020. And so in order for you to find that peace of mind, in order for you to find success, in order for you to find happiness in 2022, you got to let go of 2020. And so, again, it goes back to what you said. What story are you still telling about the past? Thanks all for tuning in to Dreamcatchers, where we make things happen. Dreamcatchers was formally launched to unlock the hidden potential in successful, self-motivated individuals who desire to take their life's work to the next level but need support to evolve. We are a collective group of professionals with various backgrounds that use our talents to assist those individuals in realizing their wildest dreams by providing education, inspiration, and direction. This podcast is where we share the lessons we've learned along the way to catching our dreams and give you some context around the how and the why to each approach to put you further ahead on the journey to catching your dreams. Are you ready? Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Dreamcatchers podcast. I'm your host, Jerome. I got my brother from Nigeria in here, Chucky Okobi. How are you, my brother? Hey, considering the alternative, every day above ground is perfect. So that's how I'm feeling. That's how I'm Bro, feeling. you got Mona Lisa on your shirt dabbing. What is going it's, on? It's my wife and younger sister. When we were on vacation in Italy, they got these shirts. My, for, my sister got one, and then my wife got one for me. So it really speaks to my energy, though. Fine, but, you know, there's a loose and wild side in there somewhere. So <laughs> I've never seen that. That's amazing. So, look, man, we do things a little unconventional here. How can the listeners get in contact with you? Because once we dive into this thing, they're going to be saying, how can I talk to this guy? Well, the most logical place would be LinkedIn, because that's where we tend to congregate in terms of our business and and being able to share our gifts with other people or basicinstructions.com. Now, there are four basic instructions, so make sure it's plural, basicinstructions with an S at the end, dot com. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So you're already dropping crumbs over here. Let let me, let me not get ahead of myself. All right. So I see the Jersey over your right shoulder. You you played in the league. I played in the NFL. That that's actually from the Rose bowl when I was at, at Purdue in college, but I played in the NFL eight years. I was very blessed to be drafted by my hometown team, the Steelers, and played 75% of my career in Pittsburgh. But that's a lot of where the idea for basic instructions, this this concept really comes from, is, you know, how, because that's where I'm from, is Pittsburgh. I was born and raised in Pittsburgh, moved away a lot as a kid, and moved around with the six schools before high school as a kid. And all I ever wanted was to go home. And then sports was my vehicle. It's where I felt the self-worth. 
that I didn't necessarily feel at home as a kid and always had that dream of going home, going to the league. And those were always my two main focuses since I was about seven years old. So it's really interesting how I was able to accomplish both at the same time on the same day. And that's what we're talking about is how do we get our specific desired results in life and in business, which I was able to do. And so just going on this emotional journey, because that's what it really was for me, I stumbled upon this recipe and it's, it's paid a lot of dividends. It's paid a lot of dividends, especially on the football field. So when you say go home, what does that actually mean? Like you, you want to go back to Nigeria? Like, what are you saying? Well, I've moved away. I'm from Pittsburgh. My parents split and I, I moved around. I was a nomadic childhood. I went to six schools before ninth grade. And so I was always a new kid. And so you got to think about it. Obviously, everybody sees me now full grown adult, but you got to think about it from a, a kid's perspective. I never fit in anywhere in my life. And so to me, sports was the only place where I fit in. And that was my self-worth. That was what I loved as a kid up until I was about nine years old. Pittsburgh was the only place I ever lived. And so, and after that, I was always on the move. So I always thought about going home to Pittsburgh because to me, that was the only place that was constant for me as a childhood in my childhood. So I always wanted to go home to go back to where I felt like I was at home. And sometimes it does mean that to go back to Nigeria, go back to the roots of where we started as people and before the world got all mixed up like we are now. So, and that's a lot of, a lot of when I talk about going home, but so many people think they know football players. They think they know, they think it's what you see on TV, but it's, it's not for every single person. And so for me, it was a spiritual and emotional journey. I didn't feel a valued member of the tribe at home because of the fighting that was going on between my mom and my dad. But when I was playing sports, not only was I a member of the tribe, but I was a leader. And that made me like myself as a child. And that's what made me chase that, that feeling of self-worth and happiness. And a lot of times, even with the work I do now with people, they miss the point. That's the point of everything we do is to be happy. And look how far it took. It took me all the way to the Super Bowl. So I'm trying to help other people, entrepreneurs, do the same thing for themselves. Now, I know somebody out there saying, wait, 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 wait. What are you talking about? What we, mm. the whole point of what we do is to be happy? To be happy. That's, that's counterintuitive, right? Because when you're a leader, you're supposed to go off and be servants to other people and da-da-da-da. Yeah, being a servant to other people. I would think that would lead to happiness. Uh, to me, that's what it is, is when you have a gift, when you have something of value to offer the world that beyond a doubt, because it made your life better, it helped you achieve that, your highest potential, your highest level of happiness. That if you ever seen the movie, The Edge, back from 97 with Anthony Hopkins, like he always says, what one man could do, another man could do. So if I can serve other people if I can help other people, lift other people up to their highest potential, well, like I always say, the world is a mirror. Like you walk down the street and you smile at somebody and they smile back. So when you serve somebody else and make them happy and lift them up, what do you think is going to be reflected back at you from the world? Is that same happiness? So really, it seems counterintuitive if you only think about it from the physical perspective. If you're stuck in the matrix, if you took the blue pill, then yeah, that's the way you're going to look at it. But 
The thing is, in order for me to get a response from the universe, from the world, from the industry, whatever context you want to look at it in, I have to put that into the mirror first for it to get reflected back into my life. So I think serving people is what will make you happy. Ooh. Bro, I got to put it out before it could ever come back to me. Yeah, that's it. The world is a mirror and we mirror the seen and the unseen. So yeah, the simplest example is you walk down the street, you see somebody you don't know, but you smile and they smile back. Boom, there's your evidence. The world is a mirror. If you looked at them all crazy, cockeyed, look at Debo, they'll probably look away and look scared because you're putting a scary picture into the mirror. And so a lot of times people don't recognize that whatever you have in your life in terms of relationships, whether they be business, whether they be romantic, whether they be familial, whether they just be your friends, it's all a response to what you put in the mirror. And that's really it. Wow. So for all the people out there trying to change their world, it starts inside. It, it's Your world is inside. It's not out there. And that's what most people don't realize. It's not out there. And this is not even me just philosophizing. It's science. It's actual straight science. Think about it like this. The way I always like to tell clients is perception is interpretation. And people say, well, that sounds like a complicated thing is all these syllables and ION words. This is the simplest concept you've ever heard in your life. Look at the dictionary definition of those two words. So perception, what does that word mean in the dictionary? Perception simply means to become aware of something through the five senses. Smelled something, you tasted something, you saw something, you heard something, you felt something. It's just a function of our central nervous system, the nerves that run all over our body that connect back up into the brain. So what we do is we collect all of this sensory data. Any given second, we're doing it right now. You collect all the sensory data through the nerves and then it compile it up here in the, in the hard drive in the brain. And that's where we interpret it. And what is interpretation in the dictionary? You can look it up. It means to give meaning to that which I perceive. So what it is, is that your world is in here. It's simply an internal representation, a picture. Something's going on inside and it's your interpretation of the sensory data that you took in. So at the end of the day, your world is what you say it is. This is crazy because the way I've always described it is, it's a story you tell yourself. It's the exact same thing, spent mm-hmm. around and delivered in a different way. I love that. And so you talked about the four basic instructions earlier. I'm going to go back and pick up those breadcrumbs now. Give me the four basic instructions and then we can walk down this path because I'm about to dump all the toys on the table and start playing. <laughs> yeah, well, basic instructions is a concept. It's principles. Principles that in reflection of my journey from childhood all the way to my specific desired result, playing professional sports, going home to Pittsburgh. These are the same four principles that I followed. And it's the four principles I teach corporate teams, real estate teams, and one-on-one coaching clients. Basic instruction number one is by far, and I'm going to spend a little extra time on number one, because number one is the key to life. It's literally the key to happiness in life. Basic instruction number one is let go of the past. It sounds simple because conceptually it is. A lot of times people may have experienced difficult situations, especially last year, where people's businesses and, and professional situations based on the pandemic have gone through some different things. And so 
I know there's people here now going into 2022 are still sitting with the negative emotions attached to the experiences of 2020. And so in order for you to find that peace of mind, in order for you to find success, in order for you to find happiness in 2022, you got to let go of 2020. And so again, it goes back to what you said, what story are you still telling about the past? Anything that happened in the past, when you think about it now, in the emotions of that experience still feel the same? Do you got, that's where I'm talking about, is that we need to get anything that's not useful to where we want to go out. It's got to go. It's like spring cleaning. And so uh, the thing is, every emotional experience you've ever had in your life, you still have it. It's still in there in your unconscious mind. Like most people have heard the saying that we only use 10% of our minds. It's not true. We use 100%. It's just that there's two types of thinking for humans. You have your conscious mind and your unconscious or your subconscious mind. And that unconscious, like Dr. Bruce Lipton, who wrote The Biology of Belief, he talks about we human beings operate 95% from the unconscious mind, which means that conscious mind is the 10% you are conscious of. That's it. Everything else is unconscious. And the unconscious mind is in charge of storing our emotional memories. So here's the thing. If you have more negative memories that are being stored in your unconscious mind, that's the dominant energy you have. That's what needs to go. Because all of a sudden, if you have a lot of fear based on things you had in the past, maybe you had a business partner who did you wrong a spouse that, that robbed you of your dignity, COVID came in and wiped out your business, whatever. Whatever feelings, when you think about it now, does that still hurt? That's your problem. And as long until you get rid of that feeling, you are going to continue to suffer because those things aren't even happening right now. But all of a sudden, you're in fight or flight mode. For what reason? For what reason? Most people don't understand. They think, oh, I'll stay angry because that'll motivate me. Pain motivators don't work. They don't. They don't work. They can work to get you started. It's like Jim Rohn said. He said, if you're broke, say you're broke because then maybe you'll do something about it. So that can get you started, but it doesn't last. So think about this. If somebody wants to lose weight and get slim because they don't want to be fat, not because they want something, they don't want to be fat. So that's pain. They don't, they want to move away from the pain. The problem with that is the minute they tighten one notch on their belt they don't think they're fat and they're not motivated (laughs) because i don't want to be fat and i'm not fat so i don't need to work i don't need to eat and then they go and then they fall back and oh my god i don't want to be fat they start working out again and they tighten that belt buckle no motivation that's what happens if you don't let go of the past you're going it's you're gonna you talk you put labels on it burnout that's what's gonna happen you are gonna all of a sudden realize oh I'm not fat. I was wearing a size double X. Now I'm extra large. So I don't need to work out anymore. So think about that in terms of how you work on your marriage. Think about that in terms of how you work on your business, about how you work on your money. I don't want to be broke. The minute you make one sale, where's your motivation? Gone. This is the big, big thing. It's gone. And then whatever, whatever emotion you hold, the, your dominant emotion and your unconscious it creates what I call an emotional filter through which you see your world. So here's what it is. So let's say my dominant emotion is fear. My, that's the root problem for me that's holding me back is fear. So all of a sudden, 
every decision I make, everything I hear people say, everything I say to myself, everything I say to other people is coming through the filter of that emotion. And it's going to determine how my communication sounds and feels to other people. So if I'm going to make set a goal, but I'm setting this goal through the filter of fear, instead of setting that, the bar here, where if I hit this, this would truly bring me satisfaction, right? That fear makes me set it down here because I'm afraid that I can't, or I'm not, or I'm afraid of all the worst case scenarios that will happen if I take this risk. So I set the bar low. And the problem with that is you're going to hit that goal and feel disappointed because it's not what you really wanted. So this is where basic instruction number one comes in, is how do you go into your unconscious mind and get rid of the things that still weigh on you now? Because if you feel it now, that is not normal. So it's like this. It's the animal that can't let go of its fears. It can't eat or sleep. We are that animal. Humans are that animal. Do you think after a rabbit is running from a fox, right, and he gets away and he's in his den, is he still... No, he lets it go. We're the ones that don't. And that is number, that's the number one problem for about 99% of people on this earth. And they don't even know because it's in the unconscious. You don't know what you don't know. And that's something a coach told me a long time ago. And that's the basis of basic instructions is you need to get in touch with what's going on at a deeper level so that you can handle the root issues, not just the surface stuff that you're dealing with day to day. So once you get that, then all of a sudden, these things that have been weighing you down as you're attempting to move forward in your business, attempting to move forward in your life, now you're light and free. I, those messed up things happen. They happen, but they're not happening. They're not affecting me going forward. And until you're in that place inside, we can't move on to basic instruction number two. So we've all had tragedies. We've all had trauma. We've all had difficulties in our past. And one person can play that comparison game. My pain is worse than your pain. No, it's not because you never felt my pain. And I don't know what your pain is. So really, I'm not concerned because I'm concerned with my pain. So don't sit here and try to act like you got worse problems. You don't. A problem's a problem. And the bottom line is you need to be in a place where what the Hawaiians would call pono. You just got to be right within and right with your world outside. And once you're there, then we can move on to basic instruction number two. Basic instruction number two. Wait, wait, wait. Before we go is, to two, I, I got to ask because. Okay, go for it. Greg Washington hosts this podcast called Guards Down. And one of the questions that he asks his guests is, did your parents equip you to deal with trauma? And no, all of them not- say no. Everybody says no, right? Nobody teaches their kid how to deal with the trauma or the pain. And so how do you let go of the past if you never process the incident that happened that created the pain Right. You don't need to know what the incident was. That's the real messed up, crazy out there piece. You don't need to remember the event because your unconscious mind, the human unconscious mind is so powerful. Every event that's happened since your conception is still in there. Whether you consciously remember it or not, it's still in there. And so that trauma is there. To me, you don't need to consciously identify it. How do you know it's there? Well, the individual knows it by what they're feeling inside. And so it's like a lot of times there comes a point in life where you recognize a pattern of behavior, pattern of circumstance that is um, that you don't like, that you don't like. So think about, I'll give you a real simple example. A woman who's not having a lot of luck in relationships. 
And, and we've all met, we all know these people where they'd be like, oh my God, I met somebody new. They're awesome. I can't wait for you to meet them. You're like, okay. So then they introduce you to the new, the new significant other, the new girlfriend, the new spouse. And from our perspective, it's the same person with a different name because that person's running the same, there's something going on at a deeper level that's leading to this outcome again and again. And I, and so you already know because it's your friend. So you already know, oh yeah, this will be good for about two months because that's what happened last time and the time before that. So unless they change something about their approach and how they choose spouses, if unless they change something about the way they communicate with their spouse, it's going to keep going the same. So you, know, you think about that in terms of your money, how many people, especially entrepreneurs, I got money, I don't got money. I got money, I don't got money. It, that's, that's a pattern, it's a strategy. And everything that's happening in the world is based on some pattern or strategy, a habit that you're running inside. So here, what it is, is when you think about the trauma and getting over the trauma, it's a lot like the Wizard of Oz, man. If we all have been in Dorothy's shoes and it felt like Dorothy did when she first got to Oz. She said, you know what? Everything's in color. What is this about? These surrounded by all these short people. Like, what the hell? And then this lady, why does she look like that? With that face? Ooh. And her breast stinks. And why does she keep talking about my shoes? All Dorothy wants is to solve this crisis. I just want to go home. I, I, I just want to go home where I feel safe, where I have peace of mind. But I can't do it. Who can save me? Who's going to say, who's going to get me home? She asked everybody. They said, go see the wizard, Folly Yellowbrook Road. If you go see this guy, he can help you overcome anything. I promise you, the wizard could do anything. Go see him. She's, I can't do it. So she heads down the yellow brick road, meets those three characters, right? First one doesn't think he's smart enough. Second one doesn't think he's tough enough. Third one doesn't think he's brave enough. With the snake in their head down, the yellow brick road, overcoming all kinds of stuff. The trees come alive, flying monkeys. But you know what? Dorothy got past all of that to get to the solution, the wizard, only to find out what? It wasn't real. There's no wizard. There ain't no wizard. Dorothy, if you want this, it's on you. You're going to have to take the necessary actions to get yourself your specific desired result. And she's like, why does this have to be so hard? I just want to go. I don't want that much. I just want this one thing. Am I stuck in a situation? Well, wait a second. Al. Let's go back to the beginning of the crisis. The green lady, what was her deal? And why was she so focused on the shoes? Because Dorothy had those shoes the entire time down the yellow brick road, right? You know what she didn't have? It wasn't until somebody gave her the basic instructions of how it works that she realized how simple it is to be, do, and have anything you want. And so that's the thing is too many of us are walking around saying, I can't, I'm not, I can't do it. I'm not good enough. And to me, that's what's preventing you is because you create your life. That's your interpretation. And remember, the Wizard of Oz was a dream. Those three characters, I'm not smart enough. I'm not tough enough. I'm not brave enough. That was Dorothy. That was in her head. That was her belief about herself. And those were just representations of that in, within a story form. So you got to ask yourself, how do you know for a fact that you can't? How do you know for a fact that you're not? And so when you think about letting go of trauma, to me, there's a way to do it that literally on my mother's life and my father's grave is as simple as clicking three times. It's just 99% of the world doesn't have the basic instructions of how to do it. And so 
the thing is, you know, I've worked with people who have PTSD, who've been sexually assaulted, who are battling cancer, all these different things that anybody and everybody would recognize could cause trauma. And they've been able to let it go. So when you think about the boyfriend that she's been married that you thought you were going to marry in college, are you still hurting about that? Come on, man. Stop playing. There's 4 billion men on this planet. But you still want to tell that story. And it's your story. Where did the story come from? Where did that interpretation, that analysis of the situation come from? You. It came from you. So if you change this, that's the best news you ever heard. Because if I created this story, the past story, that means I have the power to create a different one. And I just have to make the decision that this story, I'm sick of it. And I'm done with it. And I'm going to move forward. I don't know how, but this is done. Then once you decide it's easy that you're ready to let go, then somebody like me, like the way I work as an emotional specialist doing mental and emotional release, the way I work on, I'm just a GPS, man. You're going to get rid of it. I'm going to sit here and give you the instructions of what to do. And once you do it, you'll be shocked. It's going to disappear because you decided it was time. You have, you have so much control over your life. It, 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 you have no idea. You got so much control. It's just that we, a lot of us walking around like Dorothy hanging out with a scarecrow, 10 man and lion. You need to tell them dudes to get lost because they're slowing you down and preventing you from being happy. Believing I can't and I'm not. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> you know? So basic instruction one. Let go of the past. Let go of the past. Mm-hmm. Let's go to two. Yeah. Basic instruction number two, now that we've let go of the past, we're feeling light, we're feeling free. Now it's time for you to decide your specific desired outcome. And you, it's like a recipe. If you're cooking a cake, you can't start at step number five. You got to start one, two, three, four. So if I, again, like I mentioned before, if I don't let go of the past, then I'm making all my decisions through the filter of whatever trauma I'm still carrying. Which then going back, reliving situations where I felt less than or I felt helpless or I felt like a victim. What kind of decisions can you make when you're feeling like a victim? Most people don't understand how emotions work. And so if you get a deeper understanding of how my emotions work, it's a rapport with myself and my emotional body so that I'm understanding this unspoken communication between me and myself. If you understand how emotions work, you'll realize that literally when your negative emotions are up, anger, sadness, fear, hurt, guilt, your, your logic shuts off. It shuts off. It doesn't work. Anything you're thinking when you're mad, anything you're thinking when you're in fear is a straight lie and you cannot trust yourself. And here's the reason. Most people don't understand how negative emotions work, but nature gave us negative emotions for a positive reason. When we lived in society that was much more dangerous than we live in now, negative emotions is how we saved our lives. So think about it like this. I'll give you an example. If I'm living in the cave, or in the, in the woods amongst other animals and stuff. I got my family, my, my wife, my, my babies, and I'm the man. So I got to get up early in the morning to go hunt so we can all eat. Right. So I get up and I'm walking outside. It's a beautiful day, about 74 degrees, sunny. I'm a fine. I don't know what I'm going to, I'm going to find today is a deer or, or a hog or, and I'm daydreaming about something funny. My daughter said the other day and how beautiful my wife was when I left this morning sleeping 
and I'm thirsty. So I go to the creek, I get a drink. I'm just enjoying the day. And all of a sudden, as I'm, as I'm enjoying quenching my thirst, in my peripheral vision, I see a tiger. Then the fear kicks in. And now I'm in a position to save my own life, either fight or flight. And I'm probably going to run because I can't fight no tiger. But you get what I'm saying? That's what these negative emotions are for. It means pay attention. There's something here that needs to be addressed. That's what negative emotions mean. So what happens is we, in that moment, when the fear kicks in, because I recognize the tiger, all of my other faculties shut down. Because this is a life-threatening existential crisis, and I don't have time to think. So here's the thing. Now we live in an exponentially safer world today, but fear acts the same. So now, because we're so, we believe, so many people believe, you know, without na- naively, they don't, people don't know what they don't know, that the world's out there. So anytime we feel negative emotions, we tend to project it out towards something and so now because there's no tiger i I get this feeling i feel anxious i feel scared i got to project that it's something so i'm instead of afraid of the the tiger i'm afraid of what you think of me (laughs) that sounds so silly it does but 99 percent of the world operates this way and so the thing is like jerome it's the difference between saying he pissed me off and i'm angry two different things as long as he pissed me off i'm a victim I'm a victim. He's controlling my emotions. He, I'm Pinocchio and he's Geppetto just playing with me because he's pissing me off. If I'm angry, well, shoot, I could do something about that because it's just me. Bro. But that, that's where people miss the boat, man. It's, we're missing. So many people are missing the boat. We give all of our control away. All of it. And you know how we give it away is through language. It's through language. And so I'm going to come back to that. But let me just clarify basic instruction number two. You need to get all that stuff out of the way and be clear so that you can determine what will truly fulfill you, what will truly bring you happiness, which will, which will satisfy your being and let you know that you're on your path in life, in any area of life. You can't have the past influence your thoughts about what I want in the future. Because if the past is full of trauma, of, of victim situation, if it's full of fear or anger, why would you want to bring that into the new plan? Because that's what's going to happen if you don't follow basic instructions in order. It doesn't matter what you want. It's just a matter you need to be clear of the past so that you can think in the present about what you would love to experience in the future. And that's where basic instruction number two comes in. Most people will say, oh, I want more money. And as a coach, I'll be like, all right, here you go. Here's some money. And but like, well, that's not what I meant. Basic instruction number two, decide on your specific desired outcome you need to if you don't know who's going to know who knows what's going to make you happy who knows what's going to give you that the butterflies in your stomach who knows what's going to make your pulse race i don't you do so you need to determine it number two number two What's up, tribe? It's your host, Jerome. I just want to let you know that we put together a free 15-point checklist for exiting the matrix. Jump on over to dreamshouldbereal.com in order to pick your free copy up. Let's get back to the show. But I know what I don't want. Isn't that good enough? No, God forbid no. And I'm going to tell you why. The thing is, 
you need to be aware. Well, let me first start by we need to be aware of what we don't want. Yes. But you don't, it should never under any circumstances be the focus. Because imagine your conscious mind is like a four-year-old version of you, like a little, like a little dude. And your conscious mind is old, you know, it's old enough to understand the world to a point in order to make decisions, calculate things, interpret their world. And imagine your unconscious mind, remember, which is 90% is like your pet. It's your best friend. It's your dog, right? And a dog it listens to your command. You're the human. You do all the complex thinking at the conscious level. So imagine as a conscious mind, you have the leash and you're holding on to the dog. Because your dog, you know, the, the unconscious mind follows your lead. But this dog, you're four, so you're a little, little dude. This dog is like a 150-pound Great Dane. And you're four years old. And you have the leash, so you're in charge. Now, this dog loves you. It'll never hurt you. It's like Scooby-Doo or Marmaduke. It's not like a pit bull or Rottweiler. It's, it's your best friend. So it's going to follow your lead no matter what, but it's a dog. It's a dog. So if I say to the dog, I don't want this, what's the dog going to do? If I throw it over there, he's going to go and bring it back. And I'm sitting here, ah, man, I don't want this. And I throw it. And then people wonder why their problems, what they don't want, keeps coming back. Because that's your focus. That's your focus. <laughs> and so playing fetch, baby. You're playing you're, fetch. You're playing fetch. Whatever you focus on is what's going to continue to show up. So that's why you don't want to just know what you don't want, because then you're always focused on getting away from that. Like the person who doesn't want to be broke or doesn't want to be fat. You need to know what you do want. That's basic instruction number two. So because the dog, no matter what, the dog loves me, it's going to do anything it can to make me happy. So if I say I don't want this and throw it, he's going to go get it and bring it back. The tricky thing is if I say, hey, this is what I want. Okay, this is what I want. And I throw it. He's going to go get it. No matter what, he's going to go get it. So why would you focus on what you don't want? Why? Because no matter what I focus on, he's going to do everything to bring that evidence of that thing that I don't want into my world. And if I tell him what I do want, he's going to bring all the evidence he can into my awareness of what I do want. And all of a sudden, I start seeing opportunities. All of a sudden, I start meeting people who we just seem to connect right away. And it's all, and say, how do, this seems like a miracle. It's not a miracle. It's you. It's your focus. It's the law of attraction, if you will. So if I think about only what I don't want, that's what I'll have. All right. So basic instruction one is let go of the past. Let go of the past. Basic instruction two is get clear on what you want. Yep. Specific desired result or clear what you want. Same thing. Number three. Three. Number three is pretty simple. So we let go of the past. We're feeling like we're feeling free. We know exactly what we want. Basic instruction number three is take the necessary actions to get your specific desired result. And it's pretty cut and dry. It's if I want to lose weight, I need to eat better and exercise. I need to take the actions that are going to eventually, gradually, then suddenly lead me to the experience I want. And a lot of times, it's this is why they're called basic instructions, is they are really simple conceptually. Like I always say, success is simple if you know the basic instructions. Success is simple, but people are complex. 
And so we need, that's why we need to understand ourselves so that we can understand our individual and the complexities that we share with the rest of the human race. So if you understand that, you recognize a lot of people, they got jobs in, or, and they're just spinning their wheels every day, getting up four in the morning, packing lunches, doing what they got to do, but don't really have any idea of where this pattern of behavior is going to lead me. A lot of times we're just being busy. How many entrepreneurs do we know is, oh, I got me, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy, but their business ain't even moving. How many people are just doing or just taking action, spinning wheels, spinning their wheels, burning petrol, not knowing where they anticipate this will end? It's like my favorite quote of all times is by the cartoonist Don Harold. He used to draw cartoons in newspapers like early 20th century. And he said, unhappiness is not knowing what you want and killing yourself to get it. That just sounds like torture, bro. That's it. So you, how do I know if that? It's, but how many people are living their lives working for the weekend, hating every second of it, clock watching? Wednesdays, oh, it's 10 till 5, I've got 10 minutes, then I can go and sit around and dread coming back here tomorrow. And then they go home at 5, and then they go to bed at a certain time to bring them back to the job that they hate. They got to get up early to get to the job that they hate. Then they got to go be in that place that they hate. Well, I need the money. I need it. Really? Why? To me, that that hate, it, it, it's not an equal counterbalance to the money. It's not worth that. When there's a, how many different opportunities out there in this world? We have exponentially more opportunities in this world than, than we've had at any point in human history. People making up businesses doing anything. You can find a job at your local public swimming pool, or you can take the necessary access to become the CEO of a Fortune 500. This is America, which means you could do it. And it doesn't matter what race, what gender, what, what sexual orientation, none of that matters. Because you can find people in every single class and every single demographic. Ouch. Ouch. You have a billion dollars. Oh. I mean, so, hey, it's tough it's tough because I'm a woman. It's tough because I'm a woman. It's tough because I'm black, Oprah. That's the end. There's no you what's your comeback to that? Oh, well, black people don't have opportunities. Obama, what's your comeback to that? Enough with the stories. You know what I mean? Because those stories are going to keep you where you're at. You need to know what you want so that you can make the determination as to what's the best course of action to get me there. And that's, you know, that's such a simple basic instruction. I, I can't even really go that much deeper on it. Like, if you know what you want, then it's easy to determine what to do. I remember when I was a kid, I wanted to play pro football. So I used to buy Muscle and Fitness magazine. I can even still see the, the issue I used to carry around in high school. And it had Junior Seau on the cover. And inside, it had Junior Seau's exact workout and Reggie White's exact workout. And I wanted what they had, so I just did that. Don't complicate it, man. Don't complicate it. And, and I ended up having what they had. So that's basic instruction number three. And the last basic instruction is the simplest because... If you let go of the past, you know what you want, you know what actions you need to take to get it, and you're ready and willing to take those actions, great. That's awesome. It's pretty much all you need. All that's left is basic instruction number four, and that's focus until, and I imagine, 
A lot of people wonder, focus until what? Focus until you're experiencing your specific desired result. I made the decision at age seven, I wanted to go home. I made the decision back then that sports is where I felt good about myself, where I love myself, where I felt like a valued member and leader of the tribe. So at age seven, I knew that that's what my life was gonna be about. And I had to hold those thoughts in my mind for 15 years before it came, before it finally came to me. What you want might take six weeks, might take six months, might take seven generations. The question you gotta ask yourself is, can I focus until? And I said, those are the four basic instructions. Now you can apply them in any context, any context. And so it's like, oh, I've had trouble, trouble in relationships. I just can't seem to find a good woman. Basic instruction number one. That's, I can't even help you unless we do that. Because the way I put it, I can't fight against your history. That, those records have been spinning in your mind for God knows how long. I can't fight against your mother's voice in your head. She has a lot more time programming you than I can do here in a coaching session or over the course of months or years. Your mom's had you for 40 years or whatever. I, I just met you. How, you think I can help you overcome that? Like She's got a big, she got a head start. So that's where basic instruction number one comes in. Like you cannot carry the past into the future. And it's more than just saying, oh yeah, I'll let that go. It, it, it's, a, it's something you're feeling inside. Just saying, I let it go is not going to do it when it's been there for 30 years. You need to get with somebody who knows the basic instructions to help you get rid of that. And so when you talk about people who've had trauma and they haven't dealt with it, that's why people end up going to therapy. And there's nothing wrong with therapy. Therapy has a lot of positive values to society and it's done a lot of things for the human race over the course of time. The issue with Freudian talk type therapy is a lot of times all the patient or client does is talk about the problem and we start to dive into it. We talk about it more and more. Now think about the little kid and the dog. The more the kid talks to the therapist, the more he's irritating the dog. It's like watching a movie that you hate and, you, and, and you're constantly just making the dog watch the movie over and over again by bringing it up again and again and again. And a lot of times that can actually make the problem worse. And so it's about learning the basic instructions way is I don't really need to know the whole story. I don't need to know it. To me, what I need to know is what you're experiencing and what is it preventing you from experiencing? So is, it, is this fear preventing you from taking the necessary steps to leave your job and start your own business? Is this anger preventing you from allowing yourself to fully surrender to a relationship and just love your partner 100%. What's happening inside? Just saying, I let it go. That ain't going to do it. Because if you still feel it and you say you let it go, the rest of us outside of you are going to believe, well, then everything should be perfect. But you still got stories. As long as you got a story, then that tells you that there's something wrong inside. Not with me. Nobody's pissing you off. You're angry. And so that's your filter. And whatever you're interpreting that I'm doing, that's your interpretation based on how you feel. That's all it is. That's why they call people hate, like haters. You got haters. Nobody hates you. If, they, if there's hate inside of them, the hate is for, they hate their situation and they project it at you. It's like Jeff Bezos. You don't say Jeff Bezos? 
they said, oh, he's going to space. He shouldn't go to space. He should feed starving people. Okay, I see where you're coming from. But you realize he's feeding a lot, a lot of people. Of people. Right now. <laughs> a lot a, of people. A, a lot of people. A lot of people getting fed because of him. So, again, but be, people are mad at Jeff Bezos because he's a shadow. The term I use is he's a shadow to most people. He represents what they're not. And so if my physical body is me and the sun hits me and there's a shadow, that's not me. So when they see Bezos, they see what they're not. And that's why they're mad and would want to leave him in space. If, they, if, if I left Bezos in space, you'll be mad when your Amazon package don't show up on time, wouldn't you? You'd be real mad. But you want to, but but he's a problem. He's not a problem. You have a problem that you can easily solve. You just have to decide that you don't want to be like that no more. And once you do that, then you come see somebody like me, or I got plenty of colleagues who can do almost as good as me. But come on, let's be real. There's nobody as good as me. But anyway, you need to find somebody to give you basic instructions how to get that stuff out. Whether it's a therapist, whether it's it's a practitioner like me. Or whether it's your best friend who's just a good listener, whatever you need to you need to un unscrew yourself before. Otherwise, you're going to continue to be mad until you take accountability and responsibility for where you're at in this world. And it, again, it doesn't matter where, what your background is. I can find people from every hood who got millions now. I can find gay people who got billions now. I can find women who got everything, who have they can buy and sell men if they wanted to. So, what is your excuse? Oh, well, uh, my, my, my dad wasn't around. Neither was mine. I won the Super Bowl, so what's your excuse? And this is the thing is you need, to, you need to take control. You are the little kid. You are the conscious mind. You have the leash. All you got to do is decide to take control, learn how to communicate with, the, with yourself, get into rapport with yourself, follow the basic instructions, and then doing, getting your specific desired result the way I did is not that difficult. It's only difficult because you continue to believe the story you've been telling your whole life or listening to from other people. You just got to decide. Yeah, I don't want to hear. So the stamina and the endurance is the challenge because you slipped it in there. You, I think you said 15, maybe 17 years or something like that. Yeah. That you had to hold on to. You had to take action. Yeah. You had to stay focused. Yep. You were in step four for that long. Yep. And that didn't even get to the outcome because getting to the league wasn't enough. No. Like you wanted to be a world champion. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. The endurance, that's a, that's a good way to look at it. And what it comes down to is no matter what happens along the way, you got to maintain your eyes on the prize. And so when things come up, because a lot of I got stories on top of stories of challenges and obstacles that I had to overcome along the way, most of which were inside. But the thing is, anytime you hit a roadblock, people a lot of times will hit that obstacle and be like, I guess it wasn't meant to be. And they'll stop right there. When to me, here's the tricky thing. The obstacle is the way. And people say, well, how is that possible? The obstacle is the way. Because if I wanted to go over, over there, I want to get across this room. And so I start walking straight and I hit a table or I hit a wall. I hit some stuff on the floor and I can't just walk past it. Then it's an obstacle. But it's only an obstacle because what I want is on the other side. If I wanted to go over there, then that doesn't mean anything. And so you got to understand the obstacle is the way. 
that's the universe or God's way of saying, how bad do you want this? I gave you the rational human mind, the most powerful force on this planet. You have that. How are you going to use it to figure this out? So that you can continue on towards what you truly want. And if you do that, then you will have, if you determine to find what you want, your unconscious mind, I hope you find it. Remember, I want this. That trust your best friend, trust yourself, faith. How, how many people have so much faith in their higher powers, regardless of what religious denomination you practice, who are devout, who pray five times a day, church, Saturday, every Sunday, Easter, Christmas, Thanksgiving, everything. I mean, devout faith. So you have that ability to believe. Why not turn that ability on yourself? All right, I got to go back to this thing because you, you, <laughs> you're dropping all the toys on the table, bro. You, you gave me this new <laughs> picture and I can't get past it. You said he's the shadow. And so I've heard of people being scared of their own shadow, right? Mm -hmm. But we we just got to go deeper on this because I feel like there's so much more in those few words. In that, okay, what it is is this. It all goes back to, everything goes back to emotions. Everything goes back to emotion. Emotions is just energy in motion, E-motion. So everything comes back to emotions. Jeff Bezos is a shadow to most people. Elon Musk is a shadow to most people. The Steve Jobs is the, the Bill Gates, the shadows, because it's a reminder to people of what they're not. But it's not, when they say what they're not, it's not inherently that, that those people are better. The only thing that makes them better now, at this moment in time, in their circumstance versus, say, my circumstance, is the decisions they've made along the way how they've dealt with different obstacles and and just human experiences that are difficult. How do those individuals deal with it in order to keep their dream alive? How do they stay focused until? That's the biggest thing, but people don't see that. All they see is what's happening right now. They see that they have what what I want. They have what I want. And so that, that thought of I want, anytime you're in want or I need, that's gonna trigger the emotions consistent with starvation or lacking. And that's a negative emotion. And now they're looking at Bezos through that filter. Instead of looking at themselves and saying, hmm, how can I start making different decisions today so I could be closer to being like him tomorrow? But no, they see him and it triggers that anger that I don't have. He's pissing me off. And that's it. And so that's where the shadow comes in. It's just recognizing that somebody is not you. And that doesn't have, to, I can recognize somebody's not me and not be upset about it. But if you're upset, that's where you need basic instructions. You need number one, whatever's causing you to look at him and interpret him that way is your problem. He didn't do nothing to hurt you. If anything, how many, I keep seeing the package, the Amazon package is on your porch. So that dude is like your best friend, but you mad, right? Come on, man. Like this is where people uh, you need to get a, a broader picture of what of this ex- human experience that they're living and stop looking at people who have things that they don't and taking the, interpreting that to mean something about me. It doesn't. It doesn't mean anything about me. It simply means that 
they made different decisions. They've had a different human experience up till now than I've had. And they've made different decisions. Well, I didn't have the opportunity. Did you, were you looking for them or were you just continually telling the dog, hey, there's no opportunities out there. So your unconscious mind couldn't find them. You're in charge, man. And if, when people start taking control and just follow the simple instructions, then you'll find out like Dorothy, getting what you want is not hard. You, we are complex and there's a lot of complexities to our existence. And we need to understand the basic instructions of human existence so that we can take the most control over these vessels, these physical vessels that God has given us to create what we want in our physical worlds in terms of where we live, where we, how we educate our children, how we take care of ourselves. And most importantly, about how we feel about our existence here on this planet. That's crazy. And like, in case anybody missed it, the dog, the proverbial dog is your unconscious mind. Mm -hmm. It's your reticular activating system. Yep. It's all of the stuff that happens without you exactly. thinking about it. Because whatever you focus on, yep. you get. That's what you're going to get. That's what you're going to get. So that's the thing about Americans, especially. We love to bond by bitching. Talking about what's wrong, you know? Like people, no matter what the weather is, somebody going to complain about it. Oh, it's so hot out there. When I was here in the winter, weren't you crying about the snow? What do you want? <laughs> like, what do you want? Why is there always something wrong? That's your filter. That's your filter. And so it's crazy when you, you meet somebody and they got all this baggage and, and that's how, what they're leading with. So they, it's like, hey, my name's so-and-so and this is what happened to me. Yeah, how many people, like, they start like that? Like, this is what happened. I was abused. I have anxiety. And it's why I'm so messed up. Oh, or it's why I only accomplished yeah, or achieved this or that. Yeah, because it's not my fault. It's the world. It's the world. Well, how do you make sense of the world? Oh, I interpret it in here. It's you, man. And so the thing is, when I say it's you, people always jump to, oh, it's my fault. There's nobody at fault here. You caused this and you didn't know what you, you didn't know what you didn't know. So you made decisions based on emotional responses, based on what you believed was right. And you're not getting your result. Okay. So all that means is you need to do things differently. You need to think differently and you need to learn to, to get into rapport with your unconscious. The kid needs to get along with the dog. They need to be on the same page because the, the kid is, is small. So if that dog sees a squirrel and decides to run, your emotions will run you because you don't know how to get the dog to heal. You got to be like Timmy and Lassie, man. You got to be able to understand what the dog's saying so that you can respond to whatever situation the dog is bringing to your attention. Like the tiger, the, the, the kid, the conscious mind is the one that's going to have to make the decision that's going to save our lives right now. So when you think about what you want in life, how badly do I want it? It all depends on how aligned and in rapport the mental faculties and your emotional faculties are. How well are the kid and the dog getting along? That's gonna dictate your entire life. Whoa. They gotta get along? They gotta get they gotta be in rapport. You need to be in rapport with yourself. So if I'm walking, if I'm if I'm a little kid and I'm walking a 150-pound dog, and that dog, she's a cat. It takes, what am I going to do? 
what am I, the dog loves me, I know, but he's a dog. I didn't even know pulling that dog is gone and I'm just dragging, hoping some adult comes to save me. If you don't control that dog, that dog will control you. And the dog loves you, it's looking to help you, but that's why we get dogs and we have to train them. We got to do that for ourselves. We got to do that to ourselves and have integrity to maintain that discipline within ourselves. And most people don't know what they don't know. They don't even know there's a dog there. Wow. How did you connect the dots on these four basic instructions? Well, the biggest thing was going back to college when I first started this this part of my, my journey and story. I went to Purdue. I only had one scholarship offer. Jim Coletto was, was our head coach. He gave me a scholarship offer in 96. I came to Purdue. And after my first season, he resigned and I freaked out. Because to me, again, I didn't have, you know, I had different father figures throughout life. And I really relied on coaches from a emotional standpoint and from a basic instruction standpoint, t- teaching me how to be a successful man. And so I had trust in this guy. This is the only guy in America who said, yeah, I want you on my team. And then he left me there. So I said to myself, man, I got to save myself. I got to save myself. And that I got to find some piece of information that's going to give me an advantage. Everybody's lifting weights. It's the Big Ten. We got Ohio State, Michigan, Wisconsin. Everyone's doing the same things. I need something more. So I went to a used bookstore. It's back like late 96 and found this book in the store, which isn't in print anymore, but it's what started me down this thought process of mind mastery and controlling your emotions to get your results. And the book was called The Secret of Creating Your Future by Dr. Tad James. And so that's what really started me looking at my world this way. Back when this, I was 18 years old. And she really got me thinking about how I'm creating, whatever results I'm getting, how am I creating this? And what? And when I hit a, an obstacle, how to interpret it, how to let emotions go so that I can think my way through things. And all of this was intended to improve my athletic performance. That was my initial desired outcome was just to be the best football player I could be. And it worked out. And so that's where now helping entrepreneurs, helping executives, helping different companies and their teams, it's all about showing them that whatever you want, no matter how big it is, even if it's winning the Super Bowl for your favorite team, it doesn't matter how big it is. These principles are the way to get there. So people say, oh, well, what, what should I do? I just told you, let go of the past. And say, yeah, but no, yeah, buts. Okay, you say, yeah, but, yeah, but enough, you sound like a chicken. No, yeah, buts. Listen, I don't know what you need to let go of. That's for you to discover for yourself. But you know that if it doesn't feel easy and effortless, that there's something there, that if I was to find the root cause of this feeling of this result, and I was able to extract it, pull it out at the root like a weed so it never comes back, then this would be a lot easier. It should be a lot easier. And that's what I learned back when I was 18. And I've been practicing it since now. I'm going to be 43 this year. And this is the way I've been looking at my world. And it took me home. It took me to the Super Bowl. And I'm helping other people find their own Super Bowl-level result. It doesn't have to be football. Football's not everything. But we all have an ideal that we'd like to achieve in our lives in whichever area life. We would love to have a marriage, a career, a business, a relationship with our higher power that gives you butterflies in your stomach. 
feeling of excitement it makes your pulse race, your breath shallow, hear your heart beating in your ear. See those things now, things that took you to levels of satisfaction, excitement, fulfillment that feels so right. It almost feels wrong. But you can't stop thinking about this because oh, it just feels so good, right? So why not get a specific desired result that will make you feel that way? That's what basic structure is about. Love it. I love it. I love it. Juggy, what dream are you most focused on catching next? Well, my biggest dream is to get, get the basic instructions to the world. And because I believe that it it's the real pandemic is self-loathing, fear, depression, all these labels. If that's the pandemic, there's people believing that they can't or they're not. You sound like Scarecrow, Tin Man, and the Lion. Remember, they weren't real, man. But yet you subscribe to those stories and you don't know why. And you keep saying, yeah, but, yeah, but my dad wasn't there. Yeah, but my business partner screwed me. Yeah, but COVID. What, it's just, anytime you say, yeah, but, that's you rejecting any other possibility except for the one that you believe. So you got to understand if most if people start to understand that they are in control, they have the leash. That they don't have to accept feeling less than. And just that desire to be better, that desire to, I may not feel like I love myself, but man, I really want to. Then all you need is the basic instructions of how to do it. You don't know what you don't know. And it's what you don't know that you don't know that's running the show. What you don't know that you don't know that you're unconscious of, it's the dog that's running your life. You don't know what you don't know. And until you get in touch with that and into rapport with that, you're gonna, we're gonna continue to see the school shootings. We're gonna continue to have people always at each other's throats. We're gonna continue to have girls who don't think they're pretty enough. You're perfect. How could you not be perfect? You've never existed before. You're not your mom. And if you have a daughter, she's not you. So who are you comparing yourself to? Perfect. And until people start to realize this, we're going to continue to have a general universal consciousness that is discolored by an anger, sadness, and fear filter. And so that's the general mood of the world. And I believe basic instructions can undo that. And that's my ultimate goal, is to get this to enough people so that they can start to save themselves. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. What's the one thing you want the listeners to take away from this episode? Whatever you think you are, you are so much more than that. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it from the man himself. Whatever you think you are, you're so much more. Your dreams should be real. We'll talk soon. Thank you for joining the tribe today. We would love to hear from you. Please don't forget to rate, like, and share. Perhaps someone you know could benefit from what we've discussed. Until the next time, remember that your dreams should be real.